I divorced my wife because she loved ping pong too much, but her response was way out of line. Sam, real or AI? Oh, I'm going to have to say real. Uh, in high school, I had a bunch of kids that played ping pong all the time. Yeah. And they had no girlfriends. So I need some advice and perspective. I've been married to my wife for five years and we have a two-year-old daughter together. We used to have a happy and healthy relationship. But over the last year, things have changed dramatically. What's happened? Well, you see, Sam, OP used to support her passion and encourage her to pursue her dreams. But now I feel like ping pong has taken over her life. Wait, her dream is ping pong? I, I think it's you're the actually, Olympics. It's I think the Olympics. you're belittling it. No, I am. I am. I am. I mean, I'm this belittling is, the little balls. Do you just do you just create content? Uh, yeah. Is that you're what right. you do? You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Ping pong is a serious profession. <laughs> now, she loves the game and spends most of her free time playing it, either at the local club or at home in our garage, which she has converted into a ping pong room. She even quit her job to focus on playing ping pong. No, she's going full time. And she Dreams of becoming a professional player. Yo, she's like Forrest Gump. I mean, look, we I had different things bomb. that we left for for this world of content. You that know, is true. We've converted a room into a this room contest right studio. Here. We have left things to, is to do this. That different from content? I I think not. Honestly, honestly, I <laughs> seems plausible. Um, now, I used to support her passion and encourage her to pursue her dreams. But then she started cheating on me with her ping pong instructor. But now she'd be slapping something else. But now I feel like ping pong has taken over our lives. She spends all day practicing, watching matches, and talking about ping pong. She has no she has no time and energy for our daughter, our relationships. Yo, they have a daughter. Woman's wow. just out there in the garage ping ponging all day. And her daughter's just like, mommy. Or probably she's too. She's just crying. But yeah, she's like, like, will changing your diapers help me help me perfect my no, my curve serve? No, no, not at all. Um, she's also become competitive and aggressive, and oh, gets wow. mad at me if I don't play with her or if I beat her. I mean, I'm shocked that you can <laughs> beat her, Op. She sounds like she sounds like a force of nature. Yeah, maybe Op's cheating. The LeBron of ping pong yeah. over here. Uh, I've tried to talk to her about this and find a compromise, but she doesn't see anything wrong with her obsession. She says ping pong is her passion and her life, and she doesn't want to give it up. She also says that I'm the one who's being selfish and unreasonable, and that I should support her and be proud of her. What is there to be proud of here? So Opie says, I don't know what to do. I love my wife and I don't want to hurt her, but I also cannot live like this anymore. I feel neglected, unappreciated and lonely. I've thought about leaving her, but I'm not sure that that's the right thing to do. Am I the a-hole for leaving my wife because she loves ping pong too much? There's one solution to this. Right, right, right. Become the best ping pong player in the world. Just secretly go against his, his wife. That's, I and mean, then become a ping pong couple. But Sam, there is an update. I've made the difficult decision to leave my wife. No, 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 no doubles team over wife. here. No, no ping pong wife. No ping pong husband. It was not an easy decision and it hurt her and our daughter very much. Her daughter. But I felt like I had no other choice. I couldn't keep living in a relationship where ping pong was the only thing that mattered. Okay. After I left, I met someone new. She is a circus clown. And she's nothing like my ex-wife. Yo, your ex-wife does seem like a clown, though. She's fun, adventurous, and creative. Mm. She loves to make people laugh and smile because she she's a clown. clown. <laughs> and she's passionate about her art. She's also a caring and supportive partner. And she understands my feelings and needs. 
We've been together for a year now, and I'm happy. I feel alive and free, and I enjoy spending time with her and her circus friends. She also has a great relationship with our daughter, and they have a lot of fun together. Now, I know some people might think it's weird or crazy that I left my wife for circus, circus clown. Yo, love is love, man. It's the thing that works for me and makes me happy. So that begs the question, am I the a-hole for leaving my wife for a circus clown? Yo, her life was completely taken over by ping pong. You, you can't have that. With the, the marriage ending, the wife can go find someone who loves ping pong. The husband has found someone who understands his needs. That's the best option. Like that's long-term yeah. happiness for both of them. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. yeah. But Sam, Sam, we're left with two questions here. Number one, is OP the a-hole? And no. then the big one, number two, human or AI? I mean, again, crazy, crazy story. I say real. It is real. Wow. Lee fake because it's artificial intelligence. Damn that chat GPT. It's insane what AI can do. It, it is incredible. And we're inviting all of you in on this game. So go to r slash OKOP show on Reddit and throw a prompt at us with human or AI. We're going to pick the best ones and yeah. we're going to put them on the show and we'll we'll play the game. I'm excited. Let's do it. OKOP. All right, welcome to another episode of OK Opie with Samuel Donner and John Fry. All right, so John, I got a, a juicy one for you. Juicy, spill uh, it on and me. And juicy is actually a little bit of a spoiler. Today, I effed up by eating over a gallon of pudding and vomiting everywhere. Content warning. I've seen worse on here, so I thought I'd share. This is gross, though, so just warning you. I love gross. Let's get into it. Okay, so when I was in middle school, I had more or less the exact same breakfast and lunch every day. My mom liked to keep things simple and cheap. So every breakfast, I had Fruit Loops, and lunch was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, Capri Sun, pear fruit cup, and something that switched depending on what was on sale at the time. So all sugar, basically. All sugar. This no is shade, not a This you know. is by far not a healthy breakfast <laughs> and lunch. Like, freaking Americans... For most of the second semester, that moving thing, the thing that was on sale, was a large vanilla cup of pudding. 60% more than normal vanilla cups, actually. Hey! And it was creamy. Sometimes I was not hungry and saved it for later in my locker and ended up just never eating it, which, like... Dude, are you, are you really saving things in your locker? Like, uh, pudding goes bad, man. I would do that. I'm not going to lie. That's definitely something I would have done. Like, I would have thought mold? it through. I'm a child. Like, the I'm just mold, like, oh, I want to save this next for later. All right. Well, I wouldn't do it, and neither should you. <laughs> Sometimes I was not hungry and saved it for later in my locker and ended up never eating it. At the end of the year, I had over three packs worth of cups, around 18 of these jumbo cups, which is basically wow. like almost 30 Regular cups? That's yeah, a lot of that's cups. a lot. A lot of cups. <laughs> a lot of pudding. In the last week of school, I took them all out at lunch, wondering what to do with them. I'm imagining like this tower of cups and he's looking at his kingdom and he's like, what should I do with all these cups? Also, did you ever have uh, at the elementary school table like the market for like trading stuff like grapes for cookies and like... No, I no? no, Dude, literally like honestly, I love it. It's like an economic experiment. Every day at lunch, it would basically be like a bazaar and everyone would be trading like, okay, you have a Kit Kat, I'll trade you a pop chart. Okay, you have carrots, Damn. I'll trade you grapes. Like Your school was very entrepreneurial. What, what was the best thing you traded for? Oh my gosh. I think I would trade maybe like carrots for chips or like 
something like that. Oh like, yeah, that's a good trade. Yeah, it's a good trade. Yeah, I was actually called Salad Boy in middle school. <laughs> I have, boy. Yeah, Salad I had, Boy. No, I had I had the worst in the middle school standards. Right, I had the right. worst lunches because all I had was salad. <laughs> no one wanted to trade with me. <laughs> in fact, it got so bad that this was at the time when Soldier Boy was like really big. Oh, for sure. They fucking made a rap about me <laughs> called Salad Boy. Oh my god! And what was to it? this day, I still remember it. Please. It goes Salad Boy up in the O. Uh, wait, oh. wait, wait, wait. Salad Boy up in the O. Why me crank that? Why me roll? Why me crank that Parmesan and Superman? And, uh, <laughs> it wasn't even that creative. It just they replaced salad with <laughs> no, Parmesan. Bro, they said crank that Parmesan. But it was it was uh, no, that's amazing. Mortifying. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, I am genuinely so entertained. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. Not a popular kid in middle school. Wow. I I am sorry about the haters and like I, I like definitely I would probably be like. So sad if that was me, but also that is just it's, it's hilarious. It's just looking back so at entertaining. It. Also, it's so sad because it's like your mom was doing the right thing, bro. Yeah, she was trying to feed me right, trying to make me not a little fat kid. Yeah, and uh, and I got made fun of for it. And it's so sad, man. Oh, bro, actually, another thing like that is I had a six pack like basically since I was born. And, subtle flex. Right, subtle, subtle flex. fucking flex. But bro, in fucking middle school, they called me vagina stomach. <laughs> bro, what? You got made fun of for having a six pack. Yes. They'll make fun of you for anything in middle dude, school, dude. What? I know. I know. It was that dumb is as hell. I, I was out here trying to have a six pack. Wow, vaginas. You know what? You know what? That you know what that was? That was all the other boys because it's like it's it's all ego and yeah, insecurity, yeah. right? So it's like, okay, here's the guy who like actually looks good and the ladies will like, <laughs> how do we put him as far down as possible? We make a rap about cranking parmesan and call his stomach a vagina. Like Wow. Oh, dude, middle school was a rough time. Wow. This also this might be the best banter of, <laughs> of the entire series. Like this is this is straight just learning new fire. things about each other all the time. Wow. Anyway. In the last week of school, I took them all out at lunch, wondering what to do with them when my really rich friend Max says he will give me a hundred dollars, a hundred smackaroos Yo. to eat all of them. A hundred dollars? That's $100. that's ten thousand dollars a kid. Yeah, that dude, that that that's Hella. That's hell. I didn't even know what I'd do with $100. Seriously. Now, my mom never gave me an allowance, and I never had money. So this was like winning oh, the lottery for This me. is $100,000. $100,000 in kid money, baby. <laughs> Plus, everyone wanted me to do it. So I did. Peer pressure or no, I wanted that money, and I wanted to impress people. I love how, like, impressing people is like, I'm going to eat a fucking 100 uh, cups of 100 this thing. cups of pudding. Like, <laughs> wow, man. So I went and grabbed one of the plastic sporks. The cafeteria let us have and started eating one cup after another. Now, at the time, I loved vanilla pudding cups, so yeah. it wasn't really that hard to eat them. But I felt a pressure building at the back of my throat, oh. and it quickly became difficult to swallow the semi-solid pudding over oh, semi -solid? and over and over. Eventually, though, I finished the pudding, and Max... <sighs> Gave me a hundred dollars, wow. but the story is far from over, fam. Oh, God. I felt good about the money, not so good about the gagging feeling <laughs> from the back of my throat. The next period goes by, and I cannot remember what was talked about. 
<laughs> I was too focused on keeping the growing dense pressure oh. at the back of my throat from erupting out in class. Use it as an excuse to get out of class. I would have done that. <laughs> Though, unfortunately, in eighth period, I could not hold it anymore. Oh. I told my teacher I had to leave to go to the bathroom and stayed there for the rest of the period and an hour or two after school. An hour or two. Oh. I threw up. A lot. <laughs> Two whole hours of nonstop gagging. Oh. It was like syrup, not liquidy whatsoever. Oh. I was barely able to breathe. <sighs> I'm fairly positive I passed out briefly after oh, no. a while of vomiting. I believe this because I remember my face and glasses being covered in a mixture of pudding and bits of my lunch. Eventually, my eighth period teacher got my male history teacher to head into the bathroom where he found me still coughing and gagging into the toilet. I think I might have gagged looking at the scene of putting on the toilet, the floor in my face. Dude, that honestly must have been like a murder scene. Now I'm about to gag right now, bro. I'm literally like, yeah, I'm not <laughs> feeling great. <laughs> Dude. I'm just imagining like the 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 history professor coming in and just slipping everywhere. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. like I'm skating. Whoa. Whoa. Honestly, I thought I would die. How honestly, I thought I would die with how hard it was to breathe. After what seemed like forever, an eternity, I was stable enough to stop crying. He's crying. OP was crying. I vom I would cry today if I was vomiting Bro. for two hours. Guaranteed. <laughs> He washes his face clean, attempted to drink some water, and eat some solid food to get over the nausea. My mom picked me up after she got off of work as a nurse around 8 at night. I was off school the next day with people thinking I was sick with a virus. I never told anyone this the last six years. I don't know if the $100 was worth it, but that was probably the stupidest thing that happened to me when I was in school. And the TLDR is, I ate a gallon of pudding for money and fame and threw it up before <laughs> passing out face first into it. Oh, my God. Now, now here's the thing, though. I, this might be a controversial take. Yeah. But on, honestly, as a kid, I would still take the vomiting experience. And <laughs> here's $100, why. $100,000. Here's why. It's, it's $100,000. Like, I maybe got like a, maybe like 5 or $6 a week. So like how well how many weeks is that? Twenty weeks? That yeah. Like twenty kind of like weeks year. worth of money, and like I'm going to Walmart immediately and copping like the the Yu Gi Oh. Uh, oh, arm dude, thing. I would buy. I, I was a Pokemon guy. I would buy oh, so many Pokemon. Nah, cards. I was I was all in on Yu Gi Oh. But like to me, it's like okay, like that would be like someone going to me right now and saying like, Hey, would you like to eat a gallon of expired pudding for like ten thousand dollars? Yeah, I, I would do that. Dude, I'm gonna do it. What? Two minutes that. for ten thousand dollars? Easiest money I'd ever make. Yeah, worth, worth. Come on, come on. Uh, also, OKOP fam, if you haven't already, freaking subscribe. Yes. Sorry, I just realized my OKOP. Entitled father steals money as a payment for his good deed? Eek. Eek. I thought it would be at least a few months since I had another entitled parent encounter, but less than a week since my last one, it happened again. Oh, God. You think you're safe. You think you're, you're safe. safe from the entitled parents, but ah! you're not. Spooky. <laughs> I was working on the tills at my supermarket serving customers during the school rush. It's around 4 p.m. I had just got done serving an elderly gentleman and was now serving a middle-aged man and his daughter. 
The previous customer was standing to the side, putting away his loyalty card and his bank card when I noticed that he had dropped his bank card instead of putting it away. The father who I was serving, we will refer to as Entitled Dad, quickly ran over and grabbed his card. I assumed he was going to return it, but instead he ran back to the till, basically the cashier, and tapped the old man's card on the reader to pay for his shopping before grabbing his items and returning it to the old man. What? Can you imagine? What a scumbag. Can you possibly imagine? What a freaking, oh my God, bro. Yeah. You see someone drop it. You're like, I know who owns this card. You take it, quickly pay for your groceries, and then go back to bring it back to him. That dude... Dude, you there's a special place for you. There really there's is a special place, and it's not that even nice. like this is. It would still be unacceptable if he paid for it and like did the work to hunt down the guy. Yeah, you know, like later, yeah, you're, like put you're in stealing lots of work. money, bro. But you're he literally money. was right there. You're stealing like, money, just absolutely. That's like, no, bro, that's like someone dropping a wallet and then just taking out the money from their wallet <laughs> yeah. and then giving the wallet back for the wallet. Oh, here's my I had no customers after Entitled Dad, so I approached the two as they were talking, and I overheard the Entitled Dad saying, You dropped your card there, mate. Can't be losing that. I guess he's Australian. Okay. The terrible Australian accent. Should have left that the same. I like that. I like it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to let it pass. I got this little koala there. Koala there approves. Go. He then promptly handed over the card and turned to walk away. I intervened and told the old man that Entitled Dad had used his card to pay for his shopping. I also waved to our on-duty security guard to stop the Entitled Dad, which he did. Myself and the old man walked over to the Entitled Dad, and I asked him to stay put while I called a manager down. And the Entitled Dad played dumb, spouting, You have no right to stop me. I need to get my daughter home. This is false imprisonment. <laughs> Etc. I love et how, how the stakes are in, are like are raised so high. This is imprisonment. This is imprisonment. I will break free from these chains. This prison can't hold me. He's ba bane of buying other people's groceries. Yeah. <laughs> I was born in I the dark. I was born I mean, in Australia, this cash really, register. It's, it's on the other other side of the world. It's dark there when it's light here. Exactly. And also, Australians were the original prisoners. Really? Yeah, there were a bunch of prisoners sent from over from England to Australia. Wow. Mm -hmm. That was how Australia started? That's how Australia started. So once the manager arrived, I explained what had happened, and the scumbag of a person had the audacity, audacity to say, entitled dad, I could have kept his card and used a lot more. Is that what you want me to do? He shouldn't be complaining about ish. I only used it a bit. I only used it a bit. You brought all your brushes with this thing, what dog. You have you no room to talk. talking about? He then turned to the old man and said something equally disgusting. Entitled dad. Just consider it compensation for giving it to you back. At this point, the old man was asking if he could get his money back. I headed back to the till and printed up a copy of the last receipt and took the old man to the customer service desk. I got his transaction refunded, and he was happy to leave there. Dude, OP is super nice. Yeah. OP's yeah. doing the right thing here. Like, like, the amount of crap that these people go through, like, in service jobs is ridiculous. And the fact that OP still is mustering up the, I don't know, mental bandwidth yeah. to solve this and do what's right, like... And also, like, Pops. how many times have we been in a situation where it's like, oh, we dropped something, something broke, and they're like, oh, no, I can't refund, like, oh, corporate yeah. policy. Tons, like, tons. This guy is doing the absolute right yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And the older gentleman did not want to press any charges for theft or anything like that. So both the cashier and the older gentleman are, I think, 
you know, being very yeah, reasonable. They're, they're good people. We make Entitled Dad pay for his shopping, and then he stormed off. And yes, he is now banned from the store. Serves you right, serves Entitled you right. Dad. Serves you right. Wait, can I get uh, serves you right in an Australian a- accent? Yeah. Serves you right. Yes, scallywag, you freaking bogan. What's what's a d- dogan? Bogan. Bogan. So so I I'm actually Australian. I'm a hey. Australian citizen, and bogan is basically a, an Australian redneck. It's like the people who eat or meat pies and go to the <laughs> footy super drunk. Yeah, <laughs> meat pies fun. and cigarettes, baby. Also, I didn't know you were a, a double citizen. Double citizen, yeah, right? Dual citizen, right? Wow. Here. So what what kind of perks do you get? I can leave whenever I want. Cool. <laughs> I can live over there. If you things go to shit in America, you know I'll be on the next plane to Australia. G- give me what was on. Now, that was quick. No practice. What What's on a scale from zero to ten? How was my Australian accent? I mean, it's better than mine. My, see, what? I, yeah. No. So I, I can't really do it. My mom is Australian. right? right. She speaks an Australian accent. Yes. Uh, her whole life and to me my whole life. But for some reason, I could do a British accent way better than I can do Australian accent. I would say yours was at least an eight and mine was like a solid six and a half. I would say Maybe ours better. were at least equal. If, yeah. if not, yours is better. Wow. Well, so there you go. Look I at promise. this. What a, what and a, what I a, know my Australian accents. I just can't do one. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. Don't steal from people. Yeah. Don't be a butthole. And don't eat 10, 18 cups no, of pudding. Definitely don't do that. Actually, you know what he should have done? He should have brought that back home with him and then traded it on the uh the, the the public market the, the of, uh, of classroom stock exchange the cafeteria yeah. stock exchange exactly you know, that's what you got to do and if you haven't already subscribe we'll see you next time two out of every two podcasters on the okop don't have five stars on spotify that's both of us so if you could donate your thumbs to us right now and use them to tap five stars on spotify or wherever you're listening we might avoid lethal injection just go to our profile on spotify click about and then rate us five stars or wherever you listen to your podcasts save your podcaster sam and john today